Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. Again, here we are. We're back again. We're at key number five when it comes to a healthy, loving marriage. I have with me my cupcake, my sweet thing. So go ahead and greet everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is Cindy Jones. Glad to be here today. Yes. So let's pick it up where we left off. We're very excited to continue this uh, part series on 10 keys to a healthy, loving marriage. So key number five is this, listen more than you talk. Very important. The principle says this, incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Now that's in the book of Proverbs chapter number two. How important is that for us to incline our ear or tune our ear uh, Cindy, as we understand the importance of listening more than we speak, than we talk. Correct. There's another principle that says, consider the interests of others more than your own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you take the initiative to listen or to humble ourselves and listen mm -hmm. to the other person, right. not just to what they're saying with their mouth, but uh, what are they expressing with their body? What is the expression on their face? Mm -hmm. You know, because they may be saying one thing and their body could be communicating a different message. Because many times we, we have difficulty expressing ourselves with words. Mm -hmm. We can't find the right words at times. I know I do. Mm -hmm. uh, Sometimes I can't find mm -hmm. the exact word that I want to say. Right. So I tend to throw in my emotions. And, and I'm, you know, I don't know if most women do that, but I'm inclined to think that mm -hmm. most women are mm -hmm. more emotional when they're talking versus the male. Mm -hmm. I agree, 100%. I've done a lot of studies between the differences between a man and a woman and how they communicate or what they have to say. So, and obviously I think females uh, talk as well as think from the left and the right side of the brain, which is At one is logical time. and one is emotional. So sure, so it's important to listen more than we talk. So the first thing is this, you have to stop and listen. You can't go and listen. You have to seek to listen, which means pay attention to what's being said and how it's being communicated, which is non-verbally based on what you just said. Correct. Knowing that you are being heard is an important experience that will most likely strengthen a a feeling of connection to one another. How important is that to be able to at the end the, or the end goal is to strengthen a feeling of connection to one another by listening? 
It's very important because mm-hmm. we all want to be heard. Yes. And when someone takes the time to listen to us right. and really get an understanding of what we're saying and how we're feeling, you know, it mm-hmm. makes us feel important mm-hmm. to them. But when we're like interrupted and cut off, uh, it's like, it makes you feel like what you're saying is not important and you don't matter. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's important. I agree. And and based on my uh, experience in counseling, I mean, I don't know, countless number, hundreds, if not thousands over the years of couples and we have together and I have individually. And uh, one thing I've learned is that listening can be a skill. It can be something to be learned. You can learn how to listen better. Many people have told me that I listen well. You know, they've told you, you are a good listener. So that denotes something important, like they know that we pay attention. That means we are present when we're listening to other people. But in the context of this topic today, in relationships, when it comes to whether you're dating somebody and you eventually want to marry them, or you are currently in a marriage, in the context of marriage or dating or courting, it's important to listen to that person. No matter how long you've been with them, five years, three months, or 30 years, listening is a skill. And I've learned that people really need to be taught how to listen. Because many times growing up, they didn't know what it meant to listen. They talked a lot versus listen to others. And what I've learned, uh, Cindy, is that people carry over from their childhood to adulthood, or they carry over bad habits into the current relationships or bad patterns or whatever. And eventually they take it for granted or they take someone for granted. Mm -hmm. So listening without being defensive. That's the next thing we want to talk about. We just finished stop and listen, but we must listen without being defensive. So why is that important? What's wrong with being defensive? If If you're being defensive, there's almost as if there's no need to even have a conversation okay because it's like there's some hurt some offense or mm-hmm. that hasn't been dealt with and because of the negative thinking and thoughts that's going on in the mind no matter what the person is saying you're not willing to listen to them and anything they says is taken out of context out of uh you know, you're, you're not really listening to them okay. at that moment because there's some underlying uh, issue going right. on there. Right. And so no matter what they said, whether they meant it uh, <clears throat> right. innocently or not, right. everything they say is being taken personal. Yeah. What you think? Maybe. And you're being defensive. Okay. And when you're defensive... Is you might as well the other person might now, as well say. Well, what do you mean by being anything. defensive? What you mean? You putting up a def- a defense? You playing sports? You you on the football field or you you playing defense on the basketball? I mean, what you mean <laughs> is <laughs> listening without being defensive? I can say the sky is blue. He's like, no, it isn't. It's gray. Oh, okay. It's just an op- opposition happening right, there. Right. Right. That's true. 
It's going to rain. No, it's not. It's going. To, the sun's going to shine. Okay, you can say it's going to rain, but they said no. The sun's going to shine. You know. Um, I mean, no matter what you say, they're going to say the opposite, and they're going to come against you. So you, when 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 the situation is like that, it's best don't say anything. Okay. Because it's not time. Right. So we must still listen without being defensive. So we got to be patient when you're listening. You know, for a person to have success in communication, both individuals must be able to hear each other's concern mm -hmm. without getting defensive, mm -hmm. without, you know, just coming back with an answer that is not even relevant to the situation. So, Correct. and that's why James said in the book of James chapter one, it says, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen or quick to hear, basically slow to speak and slow to wrath or slow to get angry. And why is that important in that process? Quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Well, uh, as a proverb said, and it skips me at the moment. But that's <laughs> fine. No, what does it, it say? It says, mm -hmm. in all thy getting, get understanding. Right. So it's easy to be defensive and get angry if you're not paying attention and trying to get to know the person's heart and what they're saying. Mm. Because like I said, they may not have the exact words that they want to use. Right. But if we're so defensive and we just hot, hot, quick to get angry, then we're not really listening to the person. That's true. So listening is a skill. That's my next point for us to hear this and whoever will respond to this because it may be applicable to you or it could be applicable to somebody you care about as you listen to this message today. Um, and it can be developed. And I truly believe it's a skill. It's a yes. something a person can learn. I mean, there's a lot of information out there. The Bible talks about the importance of listening. If you, you know, go to the library and, you know, it is so key. I think if you have great listening skills, even outside of the relationship, people will tend to connect to you. People will promote you, even at work and from that perspective. What do you think? When, when you ask questions to say, okay, this is what I heard, or did you mean, uh, just ask the question back to them in, in whatever they said, mm -hmm. however you received it, because sometimes things can get twisted as it comes from their mouth to our ears. So it's good to ask the question back to the person or to say what they said back to them to make sure that you got an understanding so you don't take things out of content and, and get angry. Because mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. we just jump to our own conclusion, oh, that's what you said, right? you know, mm. instead of this, is this what you meant? Right. You know, that is part of a, a the skill of listening to make sure you got the message correctly right and not twisted and and get defensive mm -hmm. or We're, angry or angry and that leads me to this point of understanding many people react instead of respond exactly see if you react you uh, are focusing on the flesh and how you feel your emotions mm -hmm. on yourself on yourself it's on yourself Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's not done with intelligence. It's done by emotions. 
So when you listen and respond, you're doing it with the information needed or information that you have that you can get a good response yourself from the other person because yeah. you're listening and you're responding. Yes, get an understanding. Okay. Okay. You, know, you want to have an intelligent conversation. But if you're reacting and, and making instead of responding to make sure you understood what they said correctly right. and that their intentions wasn't to uh, offend you. Correct. Then, you know, you have a better conversation and, and a better relationship. Did you know that both listen and silent have the same letters? That's interesting. Listen and silent. So, which means that's important for us to know. Most <laughs> people are not silent. They mm. want to be heard. Mm. <laughs> they cannot wait, as you say. So, it's important for us to understand this. Now, here's the other proverb. Then we're going to move forward to point number six. Listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. That's in Proverbs 19. So that's important for us to listen again to counsel. Mm -hmm. Listen to the other person. Listen to whoever because once you listen to counsel, you're going to get instruction. Mm -hmm. And eventually, the end goal would be wisdom, that you're going to be wise in your latter days. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody uh, played a fool. There's an old song, everybody played a fool sometimes. But today, people are still making foolish decisions, speaking foolish words because they're not listening well and they cannot follow well. And once you listen well, you'll follow better. So give me your thoughts on that, uh, Cupcake. Listen well. And follow well. And follow well. Or whatever's on your heart. It goes back to what I was saying as far as when you listen well, uh, you will gain an understanding. Right. You know, you want to make sure that you communicate back to the person mm -hmm. what was said to them or the instructions that were given to you so you can carry them out. Maybe they might have forgot a detail. So that helps in following well. Mm -hmm. Someone tell you to do something. And you may need to uh, repeat it back to them. Right. What they just told you to do to make sure you got an understanding. Mm -hmm. And then that may jog their memory of something they might have left out. Mm -hmm. You know, so you can follow well. Because mm -hmm. if they left something out and you go and do exactly what they said, but then you come back and say, well, you didn't tell me this. Correct. If they expected something of them and they didn't tell you. That's correct. So true. Now, we have more listening parts than we do speaking. Yes, we do. Because it's God's design. Mm -hmm. For example, we have two ears and what? Two eyes. Yes. And only one mouth. Is that right? Now, that's how God designed us as human beings. Two ears. That means we should listen more. Do you know that you can listen with your eyes? What do you think? Is that possible? Yes, yes, I can see. You can tell a lot with your eyes, but you can also tell whether a person is listening. Mm -hmm. For example, if I'm looking at you, you're talking to me. Mm -hmm. Oh, for example, I'm looking at you right now. I'm looking at your gorgeous face. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. 
Now, if your eyes are not looking at my eyes, or if you're not looking at me, if you're looking somewhere else, just, you know, you're turning, you're not interested in what I have to say, mm. you know, I may feel rejection. I may mm. feel like you don't care about mm. what I'm saying because your eyes have shifted in another direction. What do you think? I think you're correct. Mm -hmm. I think you're correct. Some people are like that. They're looking off, even though they may be hearing you. Right. But they may not be listening. Mm. So, but then you can't really tell if they're looking off in a different direction. Right. So, when, to make sure that they are listening to you, I guess it is polite to look at them so they know you have their attention. Yes, their undivided attention, yes. without a doubt. So, very important as we go forward. They're very important. Remember... Here's the math. Two ears, two eyes, and only one mouth. So the next point is this. Pray together. This is key number six. Pray together and stay together and you will be in tune with one another. So pray with and for each other because prayer produces intimacy. When you have a relationship with God, and we are Christians and we are trying to follow the path of what God has said in this word. So I believe couples, even maybe before marriage, especially during marriage, they should pray with and for each other. You think that's important in a relationship? What is yes. your thoughts? Yes. You said yes or no? Oh, yes. Why is that? Uh, praying together, it is. it, it does produces a... a a certain amount of intimacy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. It, it makes a woman feel secure and mm -hmm. attracted. To attracted? The, yes, attracted to, to the man. To the, okay. To, to her. This, her spouse. Her a spouse, her future spouse, or, yes. or her current spouse. Correct. Yes. Her husband. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. it, it gives, because most men are logical. Okay. You know. And women tend to be more spiritual, quicker versus the male. Right. You know, right. When you go to any church, you will see more females there than you will males because of the logic. Okay. Of a male. Mm hmm You know. And so men tend to, if they, I guess they're... If they can't understand it, if it doesn't make sense to the mind, they have a little bit more difficulty giving. Probably. I mean, we're logical. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It has to compute. You know, two plus two got to make four. It got to look <laughs> like it's four. But, you know, in the spiritual world, it's not four. It could be 104. It could be 89, two plus two, yes. because it's not a logical process. It's an right. illogical process. Right. So as you just, you know, spoke, that's important. Yes, and so for a man to be spiritual, mm -hmm. it shows that he's deeper. He's okay. given himself over to to uh, someone that is higher than he is. Okay. He is not a surface per person. Okay. And so he understands that there's someone else is in in control and in charge, and so when he comes together with uh, his spouse or his future mate. And praise with her. Mm -hmm. That gives her great confidence that 
he mm -hmm. is submitted to authority just like she has to submit to his authority that he knows he submitted to a higher authority mm. and they're going in the right direction so true so intimacy starts outside of the bedroom and since intimacy is not sex men and women who pray tend to be far more fulfilled than their those in other words that do not okay so we know intimacy is not in the bedroom. It doesn't start in the bedroom. At least it shouldn't. You know, as we're talking about, no. this sixth key is praying together and you're going to stay in tune together or with one another. So as you said earlier, it kind of maybe it could turn the woman on. It could make yeah. her feel better, not just about her herself, but about the relationship. Yeah. So and that's why it turns her own in, in a way, especially when that woman has a relationship with God. And the man has a relationship with God. I mean, they're in constant, uh, sometimes daily contact with their heavenly father. So I agree with that. Intimacy is important uh, outside of the bedroom and not in the bedroom. That's important in, but it starts out even just throughout the day, you know, touching one another, mm -hmm. giving compliments, mm -hmm. you know, just calling one another sometimes. So it's not a matter of just in the bedroom. Give me your thoughts on that. Is that true? Or that is true. You sure? That is true. Are you positive? You don't want to not show any attention to each other and just go in the bedroom and, and, and have sex. Okay. That's, that's cold. Okay. It's that's cold. cold. It's that's cold. cold. Okay. It's, it's if you sorry. say so, I it, guess. It is cold. You sure? Okay. <laughs> All right. As long as you sure. A woman is, is like a conventional oven or a conventional oven. Okay. She, it takes her time. Okay. She has to warm up. Okay. Like yeah. an oven, a conventional yes. oven, the woman yes. has to warm you up. You may set the okay. temperature at 450, but right. it's going to take a few minutes before it get there. My goodness. Yeah. Yes. It does take time. It's patient. Now, the hand may be like the microwave. Oh, definitely. You press the button and There you go. Home. You touch something, we're ready to go. <laughs> it's instant. That's right. It's going to happen. So compromise has to take place. And that's important in a relationship. Being compromise. Being with each other. Being what? Patient? Being, being patient, yes. My goodness. Because, you know, even though the woman may be like the conventional oven, it takes her time to warm up. Right. Uh, she could say something mm -hmm. and it could push that button to turn the man off. That is true. So you got to be in tune to each other before you go into the bedroom. Right. And right. set the atmosphere right. and turn everything else out. Right. It's not just to go in the bedroom and it's an automatic thing I that agree. happens. No. So the walls come down in a relationship where prayer is regular for each other and with each other. Mm -hmm. So you individually and me individually, when I have, when I pray, We'll say by myself without you being around. Mm -hmm. That's important. Yes. Yes. Especially even more so when we come together and hold hands. Yes. Then we pray with each other for one another. Mm -hmm. And then about situations in our marriage, situations yes. in our life, situations about our, our finances, about just any decisions we may uh, have to make. I mean, coming together and praying and holding hands. You know, that definitely produces intimacy from a spiritual aspect, mm -hmm. but from a physical aspect as well. Yes. So that's important. Mm -hmm. Very, very important. Very, very important. It so, is important because it, it shows that both of us 
we're not depending on our own intellect or our own selves to come up for, with a, a solution. Correct. We're asking someone that's in control of our lives to help us and to guide us and to give us wisdom, you know, and coming together uh, where the both of us are praying to when you say regular. Right. Uh, we live in a fast-paced world. Yes, we and do. We have different schedules, and so regular can be different for mm-hmm. different people. Sure, you sure, know, sure. It's when we take the time when we both are available, and and depending on what the circumstance is, that we take time to pray with each other. Right. You know. Right. Because the opportunity. You know, we don't want to put people un- in bondage and say you have to do this once a week. Or right. You have to do oh, this no. every day. Or, That's true. Or Legalism. every month. I mean, no, because mm-hmm. we are mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. We have different schedules. So, Just like when we pray to God individually, we'll say privately, <laughs> I think prayer is a dialogue and not a monologue. Mm-hmm. So when we talk to God, our Heavenly Father, uh, we talk to him, but I think there should be sometimes in that prayer time where we listen to him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the same way when we're praying for one another, as we're coming together and we're praying, we're in each other's presence. We listen to each other when, you know, we pray, mm-hmm. you know, you pray, then I pray. So you're listening to what I have to say. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to what you have to say as you're talking to God and we're talking to God together and it, and it produces power. It produces, I call it TNT power. <laughs> I mean, explosive power, not just in our relationship, but in the atmosphere around us. And when we go out into the world, go out into the world, we go out into the world being in tune with one another mm-hmm. and God is with us even the more. He's already with us, but we feel his presence even more. So I think it's important in what we're talking about today, the importance of praying together, mm-hmm. which will help us to stay in tune together with each other so remember pray Pray for for each each other other and and with each other so important now we got time just for one more point and the seventh key is this don't be lazy Mm, mm, mm. proverbs says this in proverbs 10 lazy hands make for poverty but diligent hands brings wealth. Now, lazy people lead lead lazy lives. And in times past, this can get old in relationships. You know, as time passed in your relationship, you're married one year, two years, three years, or you dating per se, and eventually you find some bad uh, uh, spots or points or, or bad things about that relationship or things you're not, liking that you didn't see before, you know, because people have a tendency to get lazy, you know, in their relationship. You know, there's a number of men and women, you know, that are being pushed out the door, taking a lot of Tylenol, you know, their shelves are full with medications for headaches and pains and all of these things only because that other person is lazy or that other person is putting too much weight and too much burden in the relationship on one person. That's true. Is that true? That is true. Okay. Yes, we always want to do our part. Right. You know, help carry the load. 
Yes. I believe you say, I've heard you say at different times, uh, uh, many hands makes the load lighter. That's correct. Many hands make the load lighter. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's at home, uh, if you're in between jobs or, you know, if you're in between jobs and, the, and it's usually both of you working, then the person at home will help make the load lighter while they're looking for a job to uh, by helping with the kids, helping with the cleaning, helping Correct. with the cooking. Correct. You know, because the other person is out there working and when mm -hmm. they come home, they're going to be mentally tired or physically tired or both. Well, that is true. But I have to say this. Now, as we talk about this point, this is our uh, point, I think, you know, of all points, really, all of them important, don't be lazy. Now, culturally, for example, many cultures, not all, think that the woman should do everything in the house. The man maybe go outside and work, the woman should cook, the woman should clean, the woman should change diapers, the woman should put the babies or the to sleep, the children to sleep. You know, the woman should vacuum, the woman should do everything, and the man just comes home, watch TV, you know, the woman got a, the wife should, you know, feed him the meal of the day and he just go into bed and go to sleep. And then eventually he wants some intimacy or he wants some sex. But I've based on <laughs> Countless number of people that we have counseled and talked to over the years around the world, actually, that many men are raised culturally to think that the woman should do everything or the woman is subservient to the man. Now, the man is the authority figure, but that man should yield to God as well. God should be his authority. Mm -hmm. So the, the man probably makes the last decision. And even if he makes the last decision, he should consult with the woman, without a doubt. No matter, you know, sometimes paying bills, sometimes with the kids, you know, wives are really uh, burnt out. They're tired. And sometimes it can impact their health. Their health is deteriorating because all of the things that she has to do in the home and the man is just nothing but lazy. And many of them are blaming it on the culture. Oh, this is how I was raised. This is how my father told me how I should act when I get a wife. She does everything. Yes, I, I work outside of the home, but she does everything. And this is how it should be. People are being told that by their fathers or by their uncles. And, and they're not lending a, lending a helping hand in the marriage or even while they're dating. They don't open the door for the lady. They don't pay for the meal at the restaurant, even while they're dating. They're not courteous. They walk ahead of the woman. You know, it's just crazy stuff out there. So men are lazy and, you know, not always, but men are lazy in general when it comes to understanding, you know, how to take care of their wife or the woman that they want to be with for the rest of their life. What is your thoughts on that and how important it is for well, the man not to be lazy culturally and change that paradigm thinking? I believe it is something that is, it's changing. It yeah, is well, changing. Well, yeah, sure, sure. 
but it is way overdue. Okay. Because a lot of the cultural, like you say, culture is is being passed on, uh, and most of it is not intentional. Right. It's not intentional, but people, you've heard the expression, action speaks louder than words. Yes. So uh, many things that are passed down from generation to generation is what has been observed over the years. Mm -hmm. Daddy went out and worked and came home. And while mama was at home, mama cooked and cleaned and took care of the children and so forth. Right. And so that that's why they think that's the way it's supposed to be. But times have changed. Mm-hmm. And going to a key point here, when we say that we are a child of God, okay. we are a Christian. Okay. And as a male, and you're being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit may suggest to you mm-hmm. to help. All right. But because you have not seen that, you think that's a voice from the evil one. Right. You could. <laughs> they could or think that you, way. Yeah. Yeah. Because you may think that your ego is going to be injured or it's going to make you less of a man because you don't help. Correct. Or if you were to help. Right. You'll be less of a man if you help change the baby's diaper or you help in the kitchen, or you help in other ways in your own home. But it's very (laughs) insensitive for a man to sit there and the woman done worked all day long taking care of the kids and doing the homework and doing the laundry and cleaning the house. Mm -hmm. And and then if if it's not all done, the man walks in and says, what have you done all day? Now that's a button. (laughs) <laughs> that's a hot button. What you mean? That's a button. That is a button <laughs> right off the, I mean, talking about press a button to turn something on or off. That's a button right there. You walk in the house and she. So that woman's going to have an attitude. Oh. If the man says, what have you done all day? And you've been you cooking and cleaning. Question, you turned the attitude on. <laughs> okay. You've been cooking, cleaning, take care of the kids. Yes. And that's just. Some things, right? You know, because many things can come up with the phone ringing, the bill got to be paid, or, or you know, somebody knocks at the door, yes. or you, you know, you're at home, you got to, you know, yes, answer you this. Take care of people. Take care of people. Whatever it is, relatives may relatives. have interrupted and so forth, and then the lady just, the woman's just rushing, and she knows what has to be done. And she tries to keep a schedule, right. but anything and everything can happen. A child can get hurt right. and throw that off and they right. got to stop everything, take care of the child. You know, there's so much in that. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just a piece of cake for, you know, the woman uh, for everything to just go smoothly and and then the man he like well I work hard all day long you know and I can understand that right. you know because we don't know what he has dealt with throughout the day too correct attitudes and you know and he may feel beat up by the time he gets home and that's true so yeah. both of you have to be sensitive to each other and feel each other out don't jump on him time he comes through the door and say. Uh, well, you need to do this and this need to be done and this need to be done because he needs to unwind too 
and, you know, kind of cast off the cares of what he's faced during the day and then take notice of what needs to be done there at home. But don't walk through the door with all these expectations of what she should have done and she should be and she should and she should. <laughs> you know, that's that's just going to cause more blow up for the both of you. And with, with both of you facing pressures all day, every day, you got to be considerate. That's correct. Now, it could be the other way as well. The woman could be lazy and the man could be doing all the things. Yes. You know, there's some homes yes. are that way. There's some relationships as they're dating that way. The woman has these high expectations. The man does it all. And even after marriage, the man does the cooking, the cleaning, you know, changing mm -hmm. diapers. And, you know, it's probably out there somewhere. It may mm -hmm. be rare, but it does happen, as you said, oh, yeah. the, the couples the must work together. Right. The man must work right. with the woman and the woman works with the man, you know, husband yes. and wife. You know, one thing I've learned, Cindy, that they are a team. Yes. You know, yes. together, everyone achieves more. You, you know, that's the team concept in a marriage or even in a courting situation. You got to work together. As you said, you got to be sensitive. You know, the man shouldn't be overburdened. The woman shouldn't be overburdened. Mm -hmm. You should come together and understand the expectations. You should understand your day and what's happening and not put undue pressure upon one another. Especially if you expect to have some intimacy. Yes, yes, especially, especially. Or even get anything done or be, stay healthy. To you keep know. each other sexually satisfied. Sure. You know. Sure, because a woman can be wore out. Oh. I can't she perform or produce? The man can yeah. be wore out if it's the yes. other way as well. Yeah. So from a mental standpoint, I agree. I Definitely. agree, 100%. You want a peaceable home. You want a what kind of home? Peaceful home. Okay. Peaceful home. And so you have to work together to have that. Mm-hmm. So that being mentioned, it's so important for us to understand that we should not be lazy. Is that right? That's right. So as we go forward, this is point number seven. Don't be, be lazy. lazy. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click the like and follow button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time. Thank you.